All right. All right. All right. Great. Uh, let's just take a try at this. Uh, we don't know how it's going to work, but uh, we can always come back again and polish it up. Okay. So I just yeah. want you to relax and just say what you need to say. You feel like you need to say. And if I have questions, I'm going to interject and ask you thing like I'm interviewing you. But uh, I just want you to feel free right now. All right. Now, uh, your name is, what's your name again? My name is Ronald Raymond Ford, F-O-Y. All right, Ronald. Ronald, I heard you share a very interesting testimony, and I was just hoping that we can record this and put it on our podcast so that our audience can hear uh, what you shared with me. Uh, are you open for that? Yes, sir, I am. All right, that's great, that's great. Well, why don't you tell me, because you called me up and you had a, a lot of excitement in your voice when you called, and, you know, really, I thought you had won a million dollars or something. What was going on at that time when you called me? Well, at that time when I called you, I was calling and let you know that um, I went to this doctor. Because uh -huh. the doctor, he advised me that I need to go get my liver checked okay. and then because I had hepatitis C. And then, so when I went to the doctor that do the liver uh, check thing, and then he advised me about how serious the hepatitis C disease ill. And, right. and she told me that I had this thing since 40 something years. Oh. And she asked me, do I drink now? I told her, no ma'am. She said, do I smoke? I said, no ma'am. She said, do I mess with any kind of drug or anything? I said, no ma'am. I've been delivered from all that since 2010. Okay. And then she, she, she told me after I told her that, and then I was free from drug and alcohol, delivered from it. She said, it's been well. She said, hepatitis C thing is serious, and, <laughs> and it can bring do some damage throughout them 40-something years you had it, and walking around with it, and then you have a living testimony to share with wow. the viewers and things. And I told you just now, that's what I do. I let them know, you know, there in my life, there was always nothing but God. It wasn't nothing that took place. I, I realized I had it and then, but I couldn't do nothing about it. They, Found out I had it time when I spent time in prison, 1988. And then that was the first time when a doctor checked me and then you told me I had it. And then wow. and she asked me, did he ever do anything? I said, no. 
they just told me I had it, and that was that. They didn't give me no medicine for it or nothing. Wow, since 1988, you said? 1989. Yeah, 1988, because when I went there, I got to a hunt in 1989, and they checked me then. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, but you went to prison in 88. Yes. Okay, so we can say that you had it then when you went. And you poss- yes. and we know you had it on the street before you got there because when you're in there you wasn't able to get hold the drugs anymore, right? Yeah. All right. I need you to continue to talk up for me. You've been doing a great job. And uh, so so uh, I said yeah. She said I've been walking around with this thing that long in my life, and she said. You got a testimony. And then I say I always do that. Now, I went and had my test Tuesday. Okay. The following Tuesday after, and then I'm still waiting on my report. You're you're still waiting on your results? Yeah, my results of of that test. Okay. And what they're looking for, for the results, because they said... They're looking for further damage, or what are they looking for? They're looking for further damage, how much damage that it had done. And she told me like this. She know it could probably be some damage. She told me if it be no damage or damage, you still have a living testimony because how long you didn't had it. And then in in your system, in your body, and then for you to be looking like you're looking right now. Yeah, and mainly that would be because it has not caused you any further problems. Yeah. Is, is that correct? Yeah, correct, sir. All right, all right. So you had this since 88, hepatitis C. And generally, the doctors say that thing will develop through time and you get worse and worse, especially if you're not taking any medication. And because yeah. you was in prison, and even when you got out of prison, you never went back to check on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, and so... Uh, why did you not check on it? Did you forget or something? No, uh, really true that I haven't forgot anything. I knew I had it, anything. But I, I believe in God so much in my life, anything. And my whole life uh, of incident was a but God situation, you know. It wasn't just that, me having that. I have been tied that close range, turned around, and fired, dude, got the gun, and I seen the barrel coming from the barrel of the gun. I've been having buck all situations, and I've just been on trusting God. Hey, I got to stop you for a minute there. Something strange just happened. Uh, by chance, I did a message this morning. 
uh, on podcast. Did you listen to it? No, sir. Wow, you did not hear that message that I preached on podcast this morning. Yeah, I didn't hear it because I, I, I was I was at church. And I, I, I go to the men choir at church, and I love singing. Okay, okay. Well, that is so strange because guess what the title of my message was? What's that? He- having a but God kind of faith. <laughs> a but God kind of faith. My God, and you come right back with that. Mm-hmm. Now, now, you need to talk up. You keep going down with your voice. Yes. I said yes all my life. That's all I've been having, time and time. Different. Uh, I mean, from my childhood on up to the age of man that I am now at 65 years old. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, and you don't feel sick, you're not weak, you're not frail? No. Yes, sir. I feel good. Yes, indeed. Well, I tell them all the time, I'm blessed. Yes, indeed. God is taking care of me. And then sickness comes, I didn't hear heart attacks. Okay. I really enjoyed one day I was riding my car going to get to my going to get my wife from the post office. All right. And, then, and I had to pull to the side of the street because I grabbed my heart and I prayed to God right then and there holding my chest and then, you know. And I tell you, like 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 that lady with issue of blood, uh-huh. And that the Lord consoled you with his son and say, all you have to speak the word. Uh-huh. And only if I can just touch the him of the God. Yeah. Like then healing. What you just said? I said, right then healing when I put my hand on my chest and I tell him talk to Jesus. Uh-huh. Like yeah. the song, I was just, have a little talk with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, did you go to the hospital after that? No, sir. Uh, no, so sir. how do you know you had a heart attack? I could. No. Could have just been pain in, some, in your heart? Yes. And uh, really, you know, uh, it, it just was like that. I, I I knew I knew exactly where the attack was coming from. All right, all and right. Because pain, you know, I was having right then at that time, and then because this what took place. My brother Glenn called me and uh-huh. told me a neighbor of ours that grew up in a project named Ronald Jones had a heart attack. And mm-hmm. right after my brother Glenn hung up the phone and they, and I was driving alone, my chest, and the pain was so serious that I had to pull to the side and I grabbed onto my chest and bent down 
and uh-huh. I prayed to God right then and there. Uh-huh. I don't, I, I'm not able to to go to no hospital, and in the hospital money, they charge you too much. I don't have money. I don't have nothing to save up. All I have is your word. All uh-huh. I have is your word. To trust and believe. That I live by faith. And that's, that's all I did all my life is pray and believe. That's why I say I have a right now God moment each and every time in my life. God showed up and worked it out. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a, a serious pain in your chest while you was driving and you had to pull over. It drove you to pull over so that. Hey guys, how y'all doing? This is Dr. Foy once again with my brother Ronald Foy. Uh, a few weeks ago, we was talking about him having uh, uh, what, hepatitis C, right, Ronald? Yes. And we left that testimony on there and. At the end of that testimony, he opened up another can of worms, and we were supposed to get back at it, but we had a phone call that came in, and even though the phone was on Do Not Disturb, for some, somehow it came through anyway, and it cut us off. Now, we got through around our subject that we were supposed to talk about, which is the hepatitis C, and so we want to encourage people to uh, listen to that testimony because that was a powerful thing also. But uh, you seem to say something in the middle of that. Now, for those that might not have known, or uh, just very briefly, how long ago was it that you found out you had hepatitis C? What was the year? What was the year? Oh, 19... Oh. 1988. All right. It was 1989. Yeah. All right. 1989. All right. And, but you recently went to a doctor. And uh, what did they discover? They discovered that uh, I, I, I had hepatitis C. And then and they discovered it been forty something year, you know, and then possibly forty something year. I've been walking around with that disease, hepatitis C. All right. And, uh, now a couple of things about that. Uh that's supposed to tear you up on the inside or something. Yes, hepatitis C. And uh when the doctor that uh, told you that you got it and you knew you had it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what did they check to see what the damage was or anything like that? Well, I, I, I had to go and take some x-ray and thing. And really, uh, I got to get in touch with my doctor my my regular doctor that sent me to that doctor and thing, cause uh yeah uh, yeah she was telling me about the medicine if it's bad, you know, 
anything, how expensive the medicine is. Some insurance don't 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 pay for that medicine she was talking about, and she will have to do something else to help me with the hepatitis C. Yeah, but for right now they're trying to do a check on seeing how substantial is the damage right now. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. So when can we hear about uh, what that would be? About what time? It would be weeks, months. I, I would. I would yeah, think. I, I, I think. Good man. It would be one week. Be one week. All right. But you yeah. haven't went yet. Just said right. No, sir. All right then. Yeah. Oh. I, I I took the X-ray already. Okay, so when they gonna give you with the results then? The result and and she told me it'd be about one to two weeks or maybe even more and then but I got I have I need to my doctor told me I have to come back to him in three months. Okay, and, after he found out that or before. Before he found out that. Yeah, so he may want you back earlier then, huh? Or yeah. you might recommend some uh, specific uh, individuals to do that testing. Somebody that knows how to does that to uh, check to see what the damage is now. Are you concerned about it? I, I, I'm a little concerned. Anything about it? Uh, but I'm I, I I've been I'm trusting in God, in prayer wise, you know, cause I'm claiming that man that it ain't no damage as she would think it should be. I have within me and then, yeah. and I've been doing the thing, drinking more water and thing, and I I feel real good. Yeah, I I I know you feel good, and to see you. I know you look good because you're in shape for somebody your age. Uh, uh, you're in shape and you look healthy. You don't look like you're starving for sure. Uh, so, uh, and and now that you got some cosmetics taken care of, you kind of like look, looking like Cool Hand Luke, you know? So at this point, so... All right, so we was at the end of that story where you was telling us about that, and and we was hoping that the next time we talk to you, we can hear about the results, what's going on. Uh, I I'm th I'm thinking what little bit I know about hepatitis C. I'm thinking damn, it should have been long time ago, significant, you know. But uh, but then again, I know God, and sometimes. God can uh, 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 just make them things that they be there, but they be dormant, you know, and if you don't bother it, uh, so I don't know, I'm not the professional, I'm, I'm just, I'm just your brother that's trying to find out what in the world's going on and uh, how this guy could have had this all these years and uh, not passed it on to anybody because I think I heard it's contagious also, you know. And uh, and then on top of it all, uh, uh, what it does to a person's inside 
to some of the things I know that uh, could be jacked up also. So as of right now, the nurse told you, and I believe it, that uh, God kept you some kind of way, man. We don't know what's going on, but we're waiting for the result to see how much did God kept you. And it may be 100%. At least that's my hope, you know, and I'm sure that's yours also. Amen. Yeah. But how do you feel about, if you don't mind me asking this question, if you mind, you don't have to answer. Uh, how do you feel about uh, not doing anything about that all them years? And I know you said uh, at the time you found out you was in jail and you didn't have no money, but when you got out and was working, did you care? I Yes, sir. I really care. I care about my health and the inner part of my body always because, you know, and then, that's why I feel God worried when I see everything that have breath. Everything from the breath for which I breathe, everything in me exists and working for my good, you know. And I know I was an error that caused so much home for some inner part of my body that I may have damaged myself. Wow. You know? You know? You're, you're and, talking and, about the drugs now, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. And I think on that a lot now, but I pray on that as well. Because really, true, I know it will be expensive. And I don't have the... Uh, job title of you know making a whole lot of money what yeah. i make it won't be enough yeah well we we'll cross that bridge when we get there one step at a time you know but i i just wanted to know uh is it concerning you at this time because uh the last time i talked to you the way you talk it like it didn't have no effect on you at all but this time and I could hear it in your voice. Yes, you're giving some thought to it and about it. And if it, if it's turned on when they check and find out and the results is as active, you know, there may be some things you would have to do and some changes you would have to make in your life. But for right now, all we got to go on is really the physical quality of how you look. You look better than a lot of people that's 40 years old, less than on, and you're in your early 60s, right? Yes, 65. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you know, I mean, man, God's been good because that's been a long time to have that in you. But, yeah. yeah, but when you got to the end of that story, you open up another door, and that's what I wanted to everybody to hear about on this account, on this end, because... You talking about uh you use a phrase, uh what was that phrase that you used? That uh, phrase was well, but God. Yeah, but, but God, God but kind God. yeah, yeah, man. A but God kind of experience. And when you yeah. threw that in there, you know, cause what was significant about that at that time, I had just preached that message that Sunday before we uh talked about it, that bug God kind of experience. You came right on up with it. 
and uh, and then you interpret how do you interpret that but God experience? You want to say that again for us? Yes, yes. You know, um, there's many times in my life through certain stands I went through, through gunfire, getting shot at, and then my but God experience that never put it touched me or harmed me, you know, and then even when a guy when I was smoking pipe and then turned me around with the pipe in my hand and shot his gun right at, I looked at the barrel and seen the fire coming from the barrel and then in the wall right there behind and had no booty holes in the wall and then, and you know, it was like a God situation. How many um, times he shot at you? Shot at me one time. One time, but you saw fire come out. I saw fire come and out. And you heard the door. noise. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. But uh, what, what happened? You looked at your body. You say you looked at the walls, and there was no hole in the walls, and there was no hole in you. So no. uh, did the, the bullet, well, I mean, I mean, was the gun real? Did it have blanks? Uh, you know, what do you think? The gun was real because I, me and him wrestled and I took the gun from him. Okay. And then okay. And I brought it to his mother, gave it to his mother. But what was the uh, unnormal part when me, the girl Shalene, came home? This guy was in the house. He put a pot on top of his head and an iron garbage can top in front and a toilet bowl in the back. He had a strap around him, you know, and then. And we looked at him when I came in. The only thing that came to my mind at that time, the Archangel Michael. All right. I all right. Well, Michael came on my mind, and I said, he, 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 he must think he got on that home, huh? Talking about uh, the guy. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, but he had a garbage can on him, would you say it, or a garbage can top? Garbage can top with the uh, toilet bowl strapped around him. Somewhere he had got a strap around him. He had the uh, like pop. suspenders. You're talking about? Yeah, like a a a a arm. Oh my God! It was on his front of his body, in the back of his body with toilet pool thing. Wow, you got me a little messed up, man. You say, yeah, yeah I'm this, Okay, okay. You know, you you think you might have been high too, bro? Oh, no, no, uh, bro. All right. This dude standing in the toilet bowl, coming in your house like that. Yeah. And what he was trying to do, rob you or something? No, no. He was already in there because he was staying with us. Oh, my God. All right, then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, 
on the uh, second story that I'm interested in, and that one there is an interesting one too, man, because you gave some more information on all yeah. that. But uh, is the one, uh, you, I think you told me on multiple times that you were shot at. Yes. Yeah, and and in that time, were you still wrapped up in the, that life of drugs at that time? As well, yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. okay. So, uh, this may explain why you're having some of the incidents that's going on in your life. But what I'm hearing you say, in spite of how you was messing up in the presence of God before His eyes, God yeah. still took care of you, yes, yeah. Wow, and one of the ways He took care of you, I think. All you're saying is that even though bullets will come out the gun and you'll see the fire, yet there was no hole in you. There was no bullet uh, in the room at all, nowhere, no, not in the walls, nothing. And how many times that happened to you again? That happened to me three times, you know. Well, well why everybody is trying to kill you, Ron? Or no, was well, really truly, I was. I ain't bothering nobody, and thing, and it's just something that happened. Just like that second time, in shoot in a dice game. Okay. You know? All right. So you were playing dice that time. Yeah, and yeah. I was winning the money. Uh huh. And. Two guys came up and told everybody, put their money down and then and hold their hands up. But the guy, I didn't know him from Jack and Jill, told, called me out by my name, Ronald. You can go. So I got the money. I was winning because I was on the dice at the time. Now when I walk away, and then the dog come now this I, I don't know the law, it just set me up. And then I don't know that guy he called me by my name. And all them guys in that dice game, I know every last one of them. Wow. And the guy robbed him and ran past me and waved his hand but his friend. When his friend got by me, and then he told me the hope. And I stretched my hand out. That guy literally fired five times at me with my hand stretched out. And then it broke out in the rain. Wow. I'm looking. I went across the street to catch the desired bus in the desired project to the week. I got on the bus and went straight to the back. I'm looking. And people on the bus, they're looking at me. They didn't know what took place, but I know I got shot at five times. I'm looking for a bullet hole, blood. You oh know? God. And, how, how far I, was the guy from you? Man, the guy was like, man, like, man, about five feet from me. Five feet would be probably how tall you are, huh? Five something? Yeah, six, five feet off from me, 
five to six feet from me, I can actually see six feet. Yeah. And, and, and just fired the gun five times, that five times at me. Yeah. I literally closed my eyes and just stretched my hand. Because you thought the gig was up, huh? Man, man, look here. I, I know he wasn't shooting. And he had his gun pointing straight at me. Yeah, and yeah. Five, five times. Yes, indeed. And, uh, and uh, again, no no bullets. No no nothing. No was no found bullets. or nothing. No bullets. No hole ain't touched me at all. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, all right, man. Uh, one thing is for sure. If, if you had that kind of experience, I would be serving God, too, as well in my life, man. Because uh, uh, that is some big stuff there. You know, yes, I, I guess when the people was telling people how Jesus fed over 5,000 with three fishes, two fish and five loaves, uh, I, I guess they would say, man, you know, everybody was was high that day or something. Oh, uh, this guy fed over 5,000 people and everybody was full, you know. But uh, we have such things. They are called miracles, you know. Yeah. Where God will show up in somebody's life and show out and, you know, and don't even tell them about it. But uh, really, it's his mercy and grace that uh, keeps us in spite of us in some of the things that we encounter. Man, you, you've been blessed a few times in your life. Uh, uh, you say at least three times you've been shot at. And I know two of them using close proximity. Uh, and uh, then we got this hepatitis C that you know, we're still waiting on the results so that we can know what's the end game, what needs to be done. Uh, I'm just thanking God that the nurse or the doctor told you that uh, living all these years without any incident in your body uh, is already a miracle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought that was really awesome, something really nice to tell somebody. Uh, and I got to thinking about it. Most people with hepatitis C, uh, they won't live all them years like that and still be in good health. And that's the main thing. Because you in good health. Yes. Yeah. And so, so whatever you're doing, you keep it up. Can I encourage you to do that? Yes, sir. <laughs> whatever you're doing, you keep it up. Don't you stop. You know, because uh, it's working for you, for sure. Yeah, I tell you the truth. Uh, uh, that's, that's why I, I, I can say, you know, a lot of things which I have went through, been through, I I had nothing but but God situation. Yeah. Every time I could OD and what I did, what I took, you know, and then, but God. Yeah. And I have so many book situations in my life. That's why I'm so grateful and thankful. So because of your addiction, you say there have been times you've overdosed as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. I, I, I knew. And then I couldn't do nothing about it. 
Well, I trust Man, I, I went to God in the worstest of worstest time in my life, you know. There was one time a, a minister said, a sinner man can go to, man, I went to God as a sinner. And I did. And mm. I had to talk with Jesus right then and there. In my messed up life, my messed up way, and mm. destructive towards myself as well as my loved one, like my mother and father, brother and sister and thing. And I was messed up. Well, I went to God straight then. Wow. Not telephone. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome testimony too. And you've been yeah. through a lot though. You've been through a lot. And we thank God that you're still here. Still striving for the kingdom. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed. Oh. Still trying to reach hearts and save souls. My God. Yeah. Not because of you, but in spite of you. Amen. Yes, indeed. Amen, brother. All right, man. Anything else you would like to say? No. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, in, 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 in my life, you know, but these are the things that move me to where I am now. Not doing no drugs, yes. not drinking, not smoking. Yes. Thing, you know, living my life for God. Yes, and, yes. Uh, it is one of my biggest desires to please him and, and do and get my heart right. Because yeah. he's doing meals for me. Amen, amen. Amen. Well, that's what we all should be doing. I'm sure it would be a much better world if we had yes. everybody on that, on that same boat there. You know, but uh, man, you've been a blessing, and uh, we just want everybody to hear that story, share it with somebody, uh, and you know, continue to pray for Ronald. Uh, we're gonna come back again at some point with the finality of uh, the hepatitis C, because uh, we care, because we know it, but we want to hear. Uh, and I really would rather hear that you're in good shape, that all yes. is well, and that thing has been dormant all that time. It's been in yeah. you, but it's not been active. And uh, that would explain, I would think, that would explain your years of not having any problems with that outside of a miracle, you know? Because if it ain't that, it's just got to be a God at work again. You know, so uh, thank you, brother, for uh, showing up and sharing this testimony. We want to hear the rest. So when you uh, get it, you be sure to get back with me, and we'll be sure to get back with the people. All right. All right. As Thanks. always, we're gonna send you a copy of this so that you can have it uh, and share with those you want. Now, before we leave, we would like to have a word of prayer with you, if you don't mind. All right. All right. Father, right now, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, God, as we take out a moment to thank you for the many things that you've done in Ronald's life, oh God. Sound like he's been through a lot, and I'm sure there's more. But God, you've been good, and you've been kind, and you've been faithful. 
Thank you for how you looked upon him with faithful, even at some of the worst times within his life. And God, when he didn't have enough sense to take care of himself, God, you was right there taking care of him. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you're doing. But I thank you best, God, for all that you have yet to do. Uh, we living in a world that's not too good right now. But, uh, God, I thank you that you are uh, ever-present in our lives and always at work. Thank you for your goodness, your kindness. Thank you what you do for all people, not just uh, saints, but, God, you you activate, you save sinners, God. Nobody could come to you except you draw them, oh God. And you draw them because of your love for each of us, oh God. Thank you for sending your son to die so we may live. Now, God, be a blessing in our lives. We all need your sin. We can't make it without you. Continue to bless Ronald. Continue to bless me, my house, oh God. God, continue to bless everybody that's open to a blessing from you. Now, God, move according to your might, by your spirit. Touch lives. Regulate minds. Heal the wounded and bless the brokenhearted. It's all in the wonderful and blessed name of Jesus we pray and let the saints say, Amen. 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 God bless you, man. Until the next time. Yes, sir. Be blessed. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.